You just sit down to record your podcast and the bloody doorbell goes. (laughs) I can't tell you how many times I have tried to start this podcast today. (laughs) Interruption after interruption. Right, so today's episode, we are travelling back in time to the second sound project I ever worked on and it's a 10 minute piece of music and sound design that I created for an MA Buddies shadow puppet dissertation and this particular 10 minute soundscape was put together in eight days back in 2018. Those good old days where we could go and do as we pleased without giving it a second thought. It's difficult to even imagine what those days were like, to be honest, at this time. But, you know, we live, we learn. (laughs) But yes, so this was, this was the second ever sound project that I ever worked on after my own dissertation for my MA degree, which is where I created a, I think it was 12 to 15 minutes of an immersive soundscape based on a section of a novel. It used binaural audio mixed with other sound effects to knit everything together and try and create a 3D audio world. The second sound project is way different. So it was for my friend, as I've mentioned, and she had created these just beautifully intricate shadow puppets. They were 2D and the way she presented them was using an overhead projector, which was awesome. And I just, I think I was quite bereft of working because having finished your dissertation that's that's the degree over you're just sitting and waiting for your grades and I didn't know what to do I hadn't at that point figured out how I worked autonomously without specific deadlines and without specific assessments that we're given in a degree so I wasn't working on anything and I was really desperately missing it then I heard that my friend was doing her dissertation and I was like hey do you want some music to go with it? Because I've got all this time now and I'd really love to work on a project that I can then sort of speak about at a later date. And she said yes, which was really, really lovely. So we set to work and the fact that it was my second project and I managed to get it finished in eight days was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But the ease of it was someone else was writing the story for me, technically. So it was my friend's story, my friend's project. I just had to write some music and create a soundscape to go with it. So I think that's probably why I was working a bit quicker than I had on my own dissertation, because my own dissertation, I was reading the part of the novel that I was adapting, picked it apart and created a script out of that, like a monologue type script. I then recorded that script and then I created the design elements, the sound effects, and then knitted it all together within Logic Pro. And I think the whole process took me... I mean, granted, there were a lot of different assessments mixed within. I think it took me about three months. It felt like it took me three months. It may have only taken six weeks, but it felt like three months. I think I had been thinking about it for quite a long time. So to go from that sort of speed to eight days, I was quite impressed with myself. I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. And that's what I want to share with you today. I want to share with you the shadow sequence that I came up with. It's a full soundscape, so there's no... It's not a playlist. It is a full track of nearly 10 minutes. 
I think like eight or nine, <laughs> something like that. I haven't actually looked specifically at how long the piece is, but it's almost 10 minutes long and it's just one piece. And even though I created each track separately for each scene of the Shadow Puppet um, production, they all knit together and blend together so that there's no break in the storyline with the music. So each change in the music is a change of scene within the story of the shadow puppets. And it was so much fun to create. The story, this is not, I don't mean this in a derogatory way at all, but I think the story was lovely and simple. I will give you the story before I give you the track. And I think that really helped with the sound design because it meant that I could either really simplify it or I could elevate it. And I think I had a good mix of both. And I like to think I elevated the story with the music, but we'll never know, really. <laughs> because it wasn't my dissertation, I never got feedback from it at all. And that was the odd thing because I had spent 12 months where everything I did was assessed graded, we got feedback for it, and then we worked on the next bit. So the shadow sequence was the first project I did outside of a university situation, and only my second ever project. So to do it just freely, without worrying about what people might say, or what the feedback might be, it was... <laughs> it was awesome, but it was terrifying, because you suddenly realise when you haven't got that pressure or that... Actually, I suppose it's more of a safety blanket. If you know you're going to get feedback on something, you know you're going to make it as good as you can. But someone else, the running theme of this podcast is that it's completely subjective. Because the things that I do and everybody does in theatre is so subjective, even though you've done your best, someone else will pick something and be like, well, this would make it better. What do you think? And can you do that? And then you're thinking, oh, gosh, actually, yeah, you're so right. Okay, so maybe I could bring in this element or maybe I could do this. Suddenly you're working on your own, knowing you'll never be assessed, you'll never get feedback, and you feel so responsible. I guess this is what it's like to be a freelancer. Uh, you know, you're responsible for the enhancement of someone else's work without academic feedback. You'll get feedback from your client. So my friend did give me feedback. She asked for certain things and I made sure that they happened and that was fine. But yet, even though it was still technically connected to my master's degree it was the same university same degree same everything it just I felt very very responsible <laughs> because I wasn't being assessed so difficult one to explain really but I you know that's that's what it was you're suddenly let loose you're suddenly free from the constraints of academic grades and you realize the responsibility is all on you to make sure that you can do your best work and you have to remember the type of things that the lecturers and your peers would suggest in feedback. You know, the constructive criticism, the suggestions and all of this you, you have to take with you when you get out there in the world, as we say. <laughs> so, I don't want to go on too much about this because I want you to enjoy the piece more than my chat. So I'm going to just give you the story of the shadow sequence and then I'll play for you the shadow sequence and that's going to be the episode today. I remember this was my second ever sound project after starting this journey into music and sound and it's a shadow puppet production, just remember this. 
<laughs> so I'm going to take you into the story world now. When I was working on the project, I was given the simple scenarios of each scene by my friend. So in order to sort of take you in a bit more on how I created the piece, I actually wrote and sort of filled out bits of the story a bit more, which helped me in my process. So the plot goes something like this. Remember, this, all this imagery was beautifully and intricately handmade by my friend. We first see a picture of a beautiful little house that was set in woodlands. So that is our introduction. Next, we then go inside the house and see a girl. And the girl is waiting whilst the sun and the moon go past each day. She's waiting for the snow to fall. The girl leaves. She's bored of waiting. She's given up. The snow isn't coming. And just at that point, the snow falls. And there's this lovely projection mapped moment of the snow falling and all the shadow puppetry changes. And honestly, it was awesome. It's so good. So then we have the snow. The girl sees the snow and she grabs her skates and heads to the lake that is near her house. When we go back outside, she's very excited and the girl runs off with her skates to the lake. The next is we hear her having a wonderful time skating on the ice at which point we meet a monster who is lurking underneath the water and he, seeing the girl's skates from below, starts to break the ice. She then falls into the water and she appears to start drowning. So will the monster save her? Turns out, spoiler alert, the monster does save her. He takes her back up to the surface and throws her onto the ice. And at that point, we... In terms of my music, she rests there on the side of the lake or pond, whatever it is that she's skating on, takes a few minutes, reflecting on what's just happened, seeing the monster disappear back under the water and appreciating his help. And then she heads home. So this is the shadow sequence.
So that was the shadow sequence. And I hope I did enough in the preamble to allow you to hear each change of scene and each of the characters' moments within that. The excitement of the snow and grabbing her ice skates, the monster lurking beneath and trying to break the ice, just the the image of a cottage in a woods, you know, all these things. I hope that that came across within my piece and I hope you enjoyed it. And... 
I'm going to end the episode here. I'm not going to ramble on and ruin a good thing. Thank you very much for spending time with me today. I know this was a little bit different. I know that this series is called Lockdown Tapes, but that could mean a number of things. It could either mean the tracks that I've created throughout lockdown. It could mean each of these episodes in their own rights is a lockdown tape. It can mean anything that you want it to mean. So I hope you don't mind that we've gone back in time today. I quite like the idea of showing you where this all started. And thank you very much for listening. I do hope you enjoyed it. I really appreciate your support when you listen. If you ever feel like subscribing or leaving me a cheeky review, then please do. Uh, That's probably going to be the only time I ever say that because honestly I don't really, (laughs) I never like it when other people say it. So I've said it once. I may never say it again because that's not the type of person that I am. (laughs) So on that note, (laughs) lordy, oh my, it's unraveling already and it's only Monday. I hope you have a really good day and I will speak to you next time. played during the episode is written and owned by Claire Reno. Oh, crawl across the bed. Oh.